one of the most interesting people I met at uni was somebody that in their freshers year joined kink society where they teach you how to safely tie ropes for the purposes of like BDSM. It's like how to tie knots and stuff. Should you how, learn that in scouts? How to well, they probably do. They're basically kink <laughs> societies anyway, aren't they? Scouts really from yeah. what I've from what I've heard. Ran by pervs. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to episode 43 of Two Pals on a Pod. This week, we're doing a podcast about how to survive uni. It's sort of advice for freshers and like maybe people that are beyond freshers as well, maybe into your second year, third year, the rest of your first year. We've got a lot of, lot of wisdom to share, haven't we, this week? Yeah, you never stop learning at uni and I couldn't think of two better people to give advice than somebody that spent 17 days at uni. Like 19, yourself. please. 19. Those, those two days, I bet, were, were very enjoyable. They really were. Packing. Uh, and mm-hmm. somebody that, that barely survived uni, like myself. So yeah, I, I mean, you're very well placed. You've sort of overstayed your welcome, if anything. You might still <laughs> be going back. You might still be going back. You'll be there till you're 30, you know? It's a PhD, mum. So, uh, no, 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 I don't. You do this part-time? So. <laughs> Can you be a lifetime student? I think it's still Why in my... Not? Still in my Tinder bio, that's my profession. When I ask you for your job, that's a bit audacious, isn't it? To assume that I've got a job. Oh, um, God. You know, not at your age. You're like those um, people that put on their Facebook profile, like stay at home mum, or like, yeah. yummy mummy, yummy mummy. <clears throat> I'm one of them. Do you want to start? Do you want to go first? Set the tone? I'll start with like a, like a, a general point. Is, I think particularly pertinent during Freshers' Week, but also can be applied to, to throughout uni. And that is say yes and i've said this there's a common theme between along with you know the lines of my kind of advice that i've given before but it's it's something that i learned at, at uni because i was one of those people in school that did absolutely no extracurricular stuff mm-hmm. but going to a Amazing. uni such as the, the uni that i went to i was too busy focusing i had my head in a textbook I no, I was grappling. Sorry for working. I was busy grappling with my sexuality and my identity. Mm. No, it wasn't. That wasn't. Uh, <laughs> and going to, going to uni and um, you know you sit down and you talk with people at the end of the day because obviously you're spending twenty four seven with these people. You realise that what people talk about when you're talking with them is what they've done during the day, and you don't want to be that person that sits there listening and like a sponge, you know, mm-hmm. taking in what everybody else has been doing. Oh, I've been volunteering. I've been you know today. I helped on a, a student outreach scheme where I helped. Uh, old men plant carrots or whatever you know there was a scheme like that there was oh i've been litter picking on a beach today i've been fencing i've been fencing which is what my roommate did actually (laughs) of course course they did fencing kit all over the the room on my side of the room swords everywhere piss off they're not even swords though they got shitty stupid you know pretentious french names for everything Uh, anyway besides the point i've digressed mm -hmm. You want to be the person that's doing, doing, doing stuff. Uh, it's a great way to make new friends. It gives you something to talk about. Do interesting stuff, though. Don't do not do oh. the helping people plant carrots. That's boring. Don't do not do that. Never do that. Never it's, help other people. Make it about you. It's good yeah. for your image, though, if you're, if you're helping people. You know, a bit of PR. It is, but Help save them. it for your third year when that sort of thing matters as you're beginning to go to the real world. Your first yeah. year is not for that. Your PR, no, you is, if anything, that. that's that's where your PR is going to be at its worst. You want you want your reputation in, in, in your first term to be, you know, oh, there's the guy that helps coffin dodgers plant their, plant their carrots. <laughs> but no, join the football team. You know, sports teams are an amazing way to make new friends, good camaraderie. And also, they will arrange, like, social events. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think famously, you know, I think a rugby club in where I went to uni, arranged an event where they had second and third years dress as conservative cabinet ministers, you know, Margaret Political. Thatcher, that type, and the freshers would dress as minors. Good on uh, them. And the, the, the cabinet ministers would chase the minors around, around town. <laughs> Good fun, though, isn't it? Force the minors fun. to do inhumane 
drinking games, drinking challenges. In a mining community as well, so it's brilliant. Better. It was particularly insensitive and that rugby team were dissolved. I think they're still probably uh, banned from, from playing rugby, unfortunately. I, th- I think it's probably gone underground now. I reckon it's an underground team. You just can't regulate it, can you? It's like yeah. the, the, the black market. It's exactly like black market. It's like weed. It's like weed. It's exactly like that. That's why I should see, be like yeah. that. You know, you, see, you get my gist and you see my point. I do see a point. I, I, have, I have a similar one on my list. It's further yeah. down on my list, I've got to be honest. Um, join a stupid society, is what I said. Join a stupid, one of the stupid ones. They have all these stupid ones like Quidditch nonsense and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Read I another mean, book. Read another book. Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters society. You know I mean, there's all that sort of nonsense, all that ridiculousness. Join one of them. Just join like a club. The worst, com- worst comes the worst. You've made friends with, a, or sort of, not many friends, acquaintances with a few sort of nerds or whatever. That's the worst situation. The best situation is you found some people that you like. Do you know what I mean? And that's you know that's, that's a good upside. You might have a few sort of nerds that stalk you around and send you emails, giving you updates on the group. But you can <laughs> always pop them in the spam box. It's fine. Linked, LinkedIn, a few more LinkedIn connections as well. Exactly. Especially if they're nerds, that could be that could be useful. We had a society at uni. I think you know it actually, the Assassin Society, mm-hmm. full of nerds. Where, where is it? Was it? I, I don't know. The uni was full by of the website. Yes, I tried to do a video with them. Didn't respond really? to the email, so I'm going to slag them off. Yeah. They've probably uh, got a target on your back. Probably. You know, they would walk around town and if they saw another member of the society, the Assassin Society, they would have some kind of competition as to who could kill who. Can Join one of those if you want. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, was it so- using Nerf guns, was it? I don't know what it was doing. I think it I was. I think it was. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I never saw sense. anybody walking around town with a, with a Nerf gun. But join us. Go to your Freshers' Fair. I think they're amazing. They are an they're amazing... They're good for have a little bit of banter. If they don't have yeah. any self-awareness as well and don't realise you're having banter with them, it's even better. It's perfect. I love having banter with like the live-action role-play society and you've got somebody dressed there as a, a knight of the realm or whatever, mm. knight of the round table. Have you been a knight uh, for very long? And yeah, you know no, I mean? That, that sort of it. stuff. Like that gin society with there. I love that. What's your favorite gin? And then you just stand there for five minutes and you move on to the next store. It's, it's great though when it's when it's clearly ones you're never going to join and you sort yeah. of spend 10, 15 minutes chatting to them. You're never gonna join them, never gonna join the society at all. I you're got, just sort of like wasting time and do it for the fun of it. I got 10 minutes deep into a conversation with the president of the Russian society before he asked me <laughs> if I was actually Russian. And I said, <laughs> Why have you been talking to me? I said, I like vodka. <laughs> great, brilliant. I love vodka, hate Putin. Bam. Really? Is that what you said? That's my tagline. Uh, Mm. No, it was before he'd invaded Ukraine. I thought you liked him back then. It was a great lad. Mm. You know, bare, bare chested horse riding chap back then. Wasn't harmless. Harmless. Uh, But yeah, no, just just talk to people. Mingle is what we're saying. Yeah, mingle. Put yourself out there. If somebody comes to you with them, do you want to go on a night out on next Tuesday? Say yes. There's a tendency when you're 18, though, and you're sort of first like going out into the world. It's not even really the proper world. It's a bubble, it's uni. But there's a tendency when you leave home to sort of like uh, maybe like stay in your little sort of comfort zone or whatever. Like, oh, I don't want to speak to people. I don't want to mingle. Oh, God. You, you sort of have that, have that tendency at 18. And so for some people, it happens at 19, 20, 21, 22 and beyond then. But like if, the earlier you can get to that position as being that sort of person who's comfortable mingling and chatting, the better. You can make yeah. the most of the opportunity of being at uni. It's 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 a precarious one because I think it's it's something that reinforces itself. So the more that you put yourself out there, the more positive experiences you'll have, the more you want to do it. But it's about making that first step in mm-hmm. in, in in doing that and then having that positive reinforcement from that, isn't it? And learning that that socializing can be fun. And I think socializing for the most part is fun, but different people do have different kind of tolerances of it and of how much they could do it. But you have to be somebody that does something, something that makes you tick. 
And at uni, mm-hmm. there's so many perfect opportunities to take up a new sport because there's a load of novice societies there. I mean, you can get into hockey if you want, you know, kind of like basic level stuff. So join uh, like chess club or World of yeah. Warcraft club or whatever rubbish you're into. Do you know what I mean? Like join one of them. Join one of those. Uh, you don't even have to be good at it. Uh, no. Worst thing. It's that funnier if you're not. Exactly. If you, can, laugh at you, then. If you can laugh at yourself and it, it makes other people feel better. I've seen people try and play football at uni. That were, that were you. Terrible. It broke my wrist. Broke my wrist, unfortunately. So fragile. Yeah. Fragile bones. Don't like milk, do I? So that's well, that explains that, it. That's, that's where that comes in. Um, so what we're saying is say yes. Say yes to things in like sort of a Jim Carrey sort of yes man sense. Even if you just go once, at least mm-hmm. you've been and you can tell people about it. And if you or have you a bad experience, you have a bad experience. It's a, probably a funny story. Exactly. It's something you can tell on a podcast. You get a podcast out of that. Well, the, well, the, most, the most interesting, one of the most interesting people I met at uni was somebody that in their freshers year joined Kink Society where they teach you how to safely tie ropes for the purposes of like BDSM. But and uni? That was a yeah. uni. That was the, 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 the uni authorized this society and they were allowed to use the uni's name. Then, you know, but was it your uni? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it this? This is really? Yeah, and how, you, so like how to tie knots and stuff. Should you how, learn that in scouts? How to, well, they probably do. They basically think <laughs> societies anywhere aren't they scouts, really, from yeah. what I've from what I've heard. Ran by pervs, usually. Yeah. <laughs> Just a fact. Weird, you know, weird uniforms as well. Yeah, where, badges. Where is the, Jesus, badges. Whereas the, the the kink society uniform was was leather. Yeah, um, but Simplistic. no, you go. You go there, and they teach you how to tie knots safely. They teach you how to safely um, deposit wax onto your sexual partner uh, things like that these are things i've heard second hot wax yeah hot wax apparently that gets is there a safe way of doing that i think it will always hurt but some people are really into it and if you're faced with a sexual partner that's into it if you went to the the university kink society meetings Mm -hmm. uh you would you would know how to do that i imagine they're live you seen hot fuzz i have have you did the scene where um the sergeant discovers the the round table of oh, yeah. uh, villagers when they've all got like dark hoods up like they mm-hmm. all look like very, mm-hmm. i imagine <laughs> you know, if you haven't seen hot fuzz by now 15 years after it's been <laughs> it's released on tv two every week yeah jesus God. where have you been you've been living under a rock um but yeah they're, they're in the like the grounds of this kind of cathedral with the dark hoods up i imagine that's how the, the kink society meets yeah but it, it's 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 useful if you're if you're kinky you need to know how to act it's a, it's a great idea i mean if you are kinky though surely you'd already know would be my point no, maybe you've got the kink desire, but not actually the the, the kink the, gene. The, yeah, you've got you've got the kink gene in, inherited, but you don't <laughs> from your family, from your from your parents. Your yeah, parents. what a wonderful thought that is. They've passed it down. But... They've they've passed down their leather gear. <laughs> Son, you're they've 18 now. I've got something Come I want on. to share with you. Get a special little. I've got a get out from under the chest. The chest is tied with a rope. You got yeah. to, you, the first challenge, you got to undo it safely, obviously. But it's safety first with these type of things. But even if you if you go along to that, you get some cracking stories out of it from what from what I see. You don't even have to go seriously. That, yeah. People that it, go along to naked painting sessions and the life. Did life you drawing. go to that in the end? I went to it. It wasn't actually life drawing. It was just drawing. So the guy, um, the guy, <laughs> I thought it was going to be one of these life drawing sessions where you go into these naked and he sat there with his clothes on. I got quite bored. Oh, did, really? He was kind of like one of these meek, like nerdy guys. Like, you know, no, you know when I say soy boy, mm. one of those. Like, Is that an offensive term now? Uh, if you're a soy boy, it's, I it's always. I, been I, I, I never know. I mean, you're like, you're allowed these, to get away with it. It's fine. You can say anything. Yeah. As a, well, as a soy boy, I can say mm, you know, exactly. No jaw. One of these people that has no jawline. They wear glasses. You know, computer scientists. Can't relate. No people. No, no. Obviously, 
um i can that's why i can get what he's saying it mm-hmm. and he sat there and i thought oh, he's not going to take his clothes off look at him and he didn't he didn't it was quite, it was quite boring. thankfully it was quite boring and i'm terrible at drawing as well you i was surrounded by people that were really good that would go every oh, week they were well. looking there's a, there's a guy like, very flamboyantly gay he was there like a feather boa right Ooh. like a bright orange feather boa and he was going around individually like assessing people's work going oh i love what you've done with the legs there and things like Slagging that Slagging it off. With his, with his legs crossed and he came to me and my friend and he just walked past <laughs> he said to me i was sat there in a within a, in a pair of like le- yellow tinted sunglasses and oh you wear sunglasses I, inside yeah, that is yeah, shocking you think johnny, you're, you think you're elton johnny john Depp, don't you johnny Depp, johnny Depp, more, more elton john and he went he looked at the the work and went I love your glasses and just moved on. It was bad. The guy who do that gives you funny stories to tell and funny experiences. That's at the crux of what of what we're saying. Exactly. Yeah, you've got to do those sort of things. It's memories. It's stories. Those, those things matter. Don't be a boring person. People Please. find you interesting. My first point: don't get into relationships. Do not bother. Yeah. In adulting terms, you're a fetus. Okay, you've just basically slid out the womb. All right. So do not get tied down in all this sort of settling down. Oh, I found the, they made eye contact with me. We just fell in love and it was it was on neon night. And it was just oh, we were we were just we fell in love instantly. And it's like, no, 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 you're 18. OK, enjoy yourself. Get out there. Meet lots of different people. Assess who you are. Work that out first. Who are you? then figure out what you're looking for in a partner, then see how it progresses over the years. Do not be thinking in the first week you're going to find true love. No, mm. no, no. Get, get a little friends of benefits thing going if you want, if that's cool. Mm. I know someone at my uni, that they have that thing going. Good on them. Work to, work to treat for everyone, aside from the people who live next door. That was <laughs> not ideal. Always something interesting in you. A lot, of, lot of noise. The only time you're going to be overhearing your mates having sex is when you're yeah. at uni. It's bizarre. Right next to each other, you sort of packed in like sardines. You, know yeah, I mean? you can hear every single thing. The creaking of the bed for me is always quite disconcerting. Mm. With every thrust, I didn't and wasn't particularly a fan of why, actually, why are beds made like that? We would have thought they would designed a bed that didn't creak and didn't sort of make a lot of noise. Put a bit of WD-40 on it, wouldn't you, or something like yeah. that? Yeah. I don't know. But it's, it's top of my list, though. Don't get into a, a relationship. I would liken it to to going to an all-you-can-eat buffet with your mouth taped shut. Yeah. It just there's so many opportunities to put yourself out there and get with different people. I know a guy oh. that wanted, or maybe even had, a different girl, an arrangement with a different girl for each night of the week. Mm-hmm. So he had a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then when Monday would 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 come around again, he'd go back to the Monday girl. Uh, you know, sometimes some some weeks, you know, your girl will be busy, but it doesn't matter because nobody's really wanting to have sex seven times a week. Um, but do that because there's, always there's, there's cool. so many contingent factors at, at uni. Are we graduating in the same year? If not, are we going to be long distance? What are we doing over the the Christmas and the Easter holidays if we're on opposite ends of the, of the country? It's, you know, some people have four-year degrees, some people have three-year degrees. There's too many facts that play. And that's not even, you know, including what you said about the fact that you're actually kind of carving out a niche for yourself and, and finding mm-hmm. your own interests and growing as a person yourself as an individual. And I think it's it's always important to keep it respectful, keep communicating on all those sorts of things. Don't be using people in a sort of like a, a devious way. Keep wow. make sure that the open dialogue's there. Make sure people know the situation. Make sure you communicate with the person. How where is this going? What what are we doing here? Make sure you're all on the same page. As a general rule of thumb, that's a pretty good idea. But particularly when there's different lots of different people involved. Important to yep. do that. 
I think at uni as well, news word travels fast. So I think if you if you wrong somebody, somebody or you get a reputation as somebody that's not good at communicating or somebody that is a bit of a slag, shall we say, uh, well. it's probably quite hard to to shake that off as well. So you do want to be careful. You got to, you know, especially in Freshers' Week as well. You don't want to get the, the reputation of somebody that that sleeps around. It's university. You'll probably get a sexually transmitted disease. Um, it's more about it's more about how you react to it. Mm, build back better not bitter you know don't let it get you down Mm. and move uh, you know move on from it embrace the std get medicated and move on something to put on the cv at the end of the day i mean something to say your friends yeah it's a story again isn't it it's a story story. (laughs) woke woke up one morning and my dick was tingling yeah Yeah. i had sort of like green pus if it's (laughs) If it's nothing that uh, antibiotics can't sort out, it's nothing to to lose sleep over. Exactly, at unless it is day. one of the serious ones, in which case you might lose a lot of sleep and a lot of years off your your, your life at the end of the day. Which Hope would, not. Would be a shame, wouldn't Hope it? Hope not. But you know, like as I always say, you live until seventy-five anyway, and that's that's fine. If that, yeah, the if right you're, you're living, going. If you're yeah. <laughs> if you're living well, you don't need to live that long. You can. You don't just... need to think about pension, do you? There's no point you thinking about one. Like, you're not saving for a pension. Could, What's the point? I, I could fit 90 years into 50 if I really tried at this, at this rate. You should 40... be happy if you make it to your 40s. Like, you should be happy. <laughs> Take that as an achievement. 40 is the new 90. That's what I saying. <laughs> 40 is the new 90. But yeah, don't get a reputation as somebody that, that has clap or that, no. that is, a bit re- is a bit reckless in, in, their, in their sleeping habits. But, but I, I think as well, keep in mind that at university, I think everybody's a bit, a bit liberal with their attitudes towards, towards sleeping. Too liberal sometimes. Anyway. I was a lot of oversharing at uni. Uh, I don't mind it as a natural oversharer, but some of the stories I've heard, and you know, I just think in a different setting, in a workplace setting, I would have never been told that information. But because we happened to, to be at uni at the same time, having a coffee, tell me all, every single mm-hmm. uh, gruesome detail. detail. Yeah. I, I get off on it. So I'm sure you do. More. Tell sure me more. I'm, I'm going to continue on my point onto a, onto a similar more. one. There's more. Yeah, it's a little bit it's slightly different. You see, this is like a good university essay. Take note of that. Don't don't settle too quickly into <clears throat> friendship groups. Okay. <clears throat> do not get too rigid with them. Do not start thinking that people you meet in the first week are going to be you, you're going to be BBF. What's it? BFFs forever. You're going to be all this sort of <laughs> BBFs. BBF. <laughs> That's probably something different, isn't it? We're going to be BFFs forever, guys. And we're just, oh, like we're going to spend all our time with each other. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. You've met them on the first week, the first day. All right. You'd be lucky to make it out the first month with them. Okay. <laughs> you need to be open to making new friends. Do not close yourself off to the people that are in your accommodation. You've just, you've got to look beyond that as well. At clubs, friends of friends, these kind of things. Find your people. Do not settle for the, the first people that show some sort of interest because everyone's looking for friends to begin with. So everyone's going to be nice. Everyone's going to be open. You've got to narrow it down. Who are my people? So be open to that. You might end up with different friends in first year, second year, third year. That's fine as well. That's fine. Life's transitional. Uni's transitional. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Be the transition. Enjoy it, but enjoy it by being disciplined. Disciplined. Yeah. I've got a similar point, actually. And when I say similar, it's probably exactly the same. Remember, you meet, you don't meet your closest friends during Freshers' Week because Mm. what are the chances of you? clicking with the people that just happen to live in your block it's not going to happen isn't it no. like what are the chances of probability wise of that and i think there's a lot of anxiety that people go through in freshers week that oh my god 
we had people signing houses for second year during our freshers week. Yeah. So people that they, that they just met. Which I remember another... people doing that by the time I was leaving. Yeah. 19 days in. Like first two weeks and people are signing houses for second year. Mm. And it, it, it made me look at myself and go, oh, am I not making friends at the pace, at the, at the pace that they're making those friends? Um, and obviously those houses that they happen to live in for, for second year were absolutely hellish because how well do you know somebody after the first two weeks of uni and yet you're having to sign a house with them of course the housing markets at some universities do necessitate you signing early and there's not actually much you can you can kind of do about yeah that. it's a little bit tricky that isn't it it's it's definitely a tough one and i'm not sure what can be done to, to kind of solve it but you're not going to meet the closest people that, you know in, in in your freshers week it's just it's more like that i think well when i think about the people from uni that i'm closest to i met them in third year met them in mm. my third year you know so you, it just goes to show that i don't think you should close yourself off and think you know what i've got this group of friends I'm not going to put myself out there and take these opportunities because I can rest on my laurels because I met these fantastic people during my first week. It's not really the uni way of doing things. It's not really how people think at uni or how most people think at, at uni. You never really stop carving out social opportunities. Did you struggle to make friends, would you say, in your first week at Freshers? Was it a little bit, were you a bit slower to get off than you expected to? No, because at my uni, we had people that were specifically designated second and third years that were specifically designated to organise a freshers week. I'm not sure if it was similar, mm-hmm. but it probably was. Um, and so they organised for us a night out every night. So yeah. it was non-stop meeting new people. And obviously in freshers week, you have the classic conversations. What's your name? Where are you from? What do you study? Where are you studying? Yeah. Where are you living? You know, what block are you living in? Things like that. You have that. What college? Yeah. So sick of that conversation. I started lying. <laughs> so just to make it fruity i changed my name a few times but then i became known because obviously i mentioned earlier that i broke my wrist playing football that was during freshers week mm-hmm. so then I, I was i was known as the the guy with the sling basically my, that was my, that was what you were known as yeah sling boy sling boy or whatever well that was uh, second that was your second week at uni it was my first week at uni it was doing really? football football trials and so nearly every picture of me from my freshers week i'm there with my arm and a, and a that's sleep. mad to think about because i remember you doing that at football yeah. trials and that was your first week at uni god yeah, that a, is jesus a good a good four years ago and i think thinking back to that time specifically the place where i went to uni the uni in general seemed massive because it was new it's you know, the mind box, I never thought I'd settle in because it's a very different vibe. Growing up in, in Leeds, going to uni in a smaller town, I remember thinking, I'm never going to settle in, in here. You know, you've seen the, the city centre and everything, the old style houses, like Georgian houses, big cathedral mm-hmm. and everything. You'd be amazed at how quick you settle in when you have to settle in because you're paying yeah. nine grand a year to be there and you're spending three, four years there. You have to, you'd be surprised. I thought I never would settle in. So I think that's a tip. I settled in very quickly as well, surprisingly. Like, even though I dropped out, I really settled in very quickly. Made almost felt like a new family after the first week. It was very, very strange. Um, I was surprised how well I settled in because I was a little bit unsure about going to uni like, to begin with. I remember saying to my mum, I was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. I'll see. It. Yeah, I'll see how I get on. That was my attitude towards going. So I was like, yeah. oh, I'll <laughs> see. But then when I got there, I actually enjoyed like quite a bit of it, even though I ended up dropping out yeah. for a lot of different reasons. I settled in so much easier than I thought. It was like I built up a whole new sort of routine very quickly because it's so intense. Had a whole new set of friends because, again, you're, it's so intense. You're so, like, crammed in together. So all that sort of thing. I don't think people should be that worried about making friends because everyone's in the same boat. Just don't think that you're going to be busy mates with them for the rest of your life. Like, just be open to speaking to lots of different people. Don't settle yeah. with just them. I think it, it speaks to the remarkable ability of humans to adapt to any circumstance that they find themselves in when they have to be in that circumstance and there's no easy way out. You will mm-hmm. settle in because you have to. 
and it's as, it's as simple as that even if you're a month two months deep at uni and some people are like forums online are full of people like the, the student room and things like that I remember looking at forums like that for students and looking at people saying you know I'm in my I'm in my second term at this uni and I haven't made any friends and I'm depressed and I'm I'm lonely and and things like that you will get those people that, that are like that and that just don't vibe with the a general place shall yeah we say. I can't imagine usually... ever how that would happen though it's strange no, to think I think it, it it stems from from somebody an individual not being all in or investing mm. fully in that and you know you know the people that I don't know if you would have encountered them actually because you spent you know the 19 days but the people that are at uni but after a month go home for a week or whatever right, and yeah. then come back to uni and then two weeks later they're going home again then you're not fully no wonder you're missing out on opportunities yeah that's good. that's gonna make things difficult because you're not in because most of the plans in life in in general really but specifically at uni are very fluid and they come about on the day like you could be sat on a monday and say do you want to go out tonight but if you're at home for the week you're not going on that that night out and also a lot happens in a week at uni particularly in those yeah. early weeks a lot happens in that time so when if you go home for a week early on you're going to miss out on a lot it's like being off school for a week like you yeah. miss a lot even and, and then amplify that because you're yeah. living together it's not just school you're living together so you're spending it's not just the nine to five you're spending together it's the evenings as well and you're yeah. together sat watching movies until half past 11 together i don't know why i plucked that time at night, <laughs> that's a random time well, I, would, I would walk I up with, if i was watching a movie the clock hits half past 11 i go to bed that's, right. <laughs> that's why I think that. um but yeah definitely i mean you've got to immerse yourself in it. obviously everyone sets their own boundaries for what they can cope with socially and everything like that but you do have to be a little bit careful that you don't end up furthering your issues by not putting yourself out there it's of a catch-22 if you're not much of a sociable person yeah exactly like i said earlier that the, the way to crack the, the socializing is is put yourself out there and you get that positive reinforcement similarly if you're not putting yourself out there you're getting the positive reinforcement from the comfort of your own kind of company if you're that way inclined mm-hmm. so you're more likely to do that and be a bit of a hermit and prefer to go home i do think if if if, if, if you're not all in on that uni experience it will perpetuate your kind of struggles and your kind of inward looking nature you're in introversion if that makes sense and it's okay to recharge your batteries by yourself but if you're completely removed from an experience that is as intoxicating as uni it's more likely that you're going to what when you go home for christmas you're probably not going to come back you know it's more likely Mm. that you're just going to drop out and sack it off because what you're getting out of that and also you don't want that the opportunity of uni to pass you by as well like get to the end of the third year and three years and be like oh god why didn't i make the most of my first two years oh why don't i do this why don't i put myself out there more why didn't i look for more opportunities now i'm going out into the job market why didn't i make more connections or whatever it is get more experience somehow you know there's, there's lots of different things that you've got to be sort of mindful of at the start to try and maximize the most out of it yeah, and it, it it is it is tough as well because what we're what we're talking about and the people that we're addressing here are eighteen year olds that are straight out of exactly. school. And I think as well with school as well, you live a very structured life, primary mm-hmm. school and secondary school. You're there from you know nine till four, whatever half past eight until four. Then you come home, maybe mingle with your friends a bit. You come home, have dinner, you know, cooked for you. And at uni, really, the whole day, it's up to you how you structure it. There's an argument to be made about tips around productivity. I don't know if you've got any. I haven't got any noted down. But in terms of the freedom that you have at uni, it's easy to not do your work because mm-hmm. there's nobody breathing down. There's no teacher breathing down your, your neck 24-7 saying, have you done that? Have you done that homework that I've set? Or it's, it's, it's less obvious when you get caught behind. So there is, there is that as well. Obviously, yeah. first year doesn't count at most unis, so it kind of eases you in in a way. It's not the end of the world, but some people need that discipline of a, a rigid kind of schedule. And I'm speaking of somebody that did need that. Mm. 
he's definitely a lot more independent. I mean, you don't really get taught a lot of these skills at school, so it can be a little bit like you just sort of chucked into the deep end a little bit and you sort of fend for yourself. Yeah. So that's that you've got to be a bit wary of that. But yeah, you definitely do need to try and create some sort of structure for your work at some point whilst fitting in the sort of good parts of uni around that kind of thing. Yeah, there's nobody that's gonna that's gonna that's really gonna discipline you for not doing the work. No. And so some people I think would look at that and go, Well, I'm not gonna do the work then, but you have to remember why you're actually there in the in, in the first place as well. But most people come around to that way of thinking, especially when it actually matters in your in your second and your third year. Yeah, that, that definitely becomes more apparent when it when it when it matters, like you say. Um, my next point: go a bit mental, but don't go too mental. Okay, there's a right amount of mental to be. All right, you're a fresher. Enjoy yourself. Okay, it's very important to enjoy yourself. But there's a big difference between putting a traffic cone on your head and <laughs> downing your own urine. Do you know what I mean? So be on the right side of the spectrum pop the traffic cone on your head yeah. be careful with the urine don't go like go go yeah. mental but don't go too mental is the point i'm making do you know what i mean so yeah, know that. your limits maybe do a shoey as the kids do nowadays do a shoey if that's yeah, what you want to do but it. don't be drinking other people's urine okay i don't think i'd do a shoey to be fair I no i associate it with uh, with daniel ricardo that f1 driver celebrates his, his victories with a shoey it does feel um, very australian for some is it australian thing maybe it probably is the word shoey gives yeah it, australian and it so does, does feel very australian downing do go a, do go downing a, a shoe worth of uh, lukewarm lager <laughs> do go a bit mental though at uni but just don't go too mental like know your limits know what you're prepared to do don't fall into the whole sort of um like uh, people telling you, oh, do this, do that. Like think for yourself, know what you want to do, know what your idea of fun is. Go mental within that realm. Don't go too mental. Do you know what I mean? Don't go too mental. Uh, yeah, there's a right amount of mental. I mean, we had, I was responsible this year, this past year for, you know, 400, 500 freshers. I was organizing their freshers week, obviously. It wasn't just you though, was it? I was don't, the, don't take I was, sole responsibility. I was the, the, the head honcho. Uh, How many of them were you? There's, there's 40 to 50 of us. But I right, so it wasn't just you. You weren't the only one in charge, then, were you? But I was naturally the, the patriarchal figure. Mm, of our, oh, that's of a, oppressive, that's a shame. Some would say when when I speak, people listen. Mm. It seems you're not, though, this week. No. It's just a shame. Um, no. <laughs> when do I? <laughs> when you edit when you edit this, do you ever... Mm, do you ever cut do these bits out. <laughs> Fast forward. That's yeah. But we had, um, on the first night, we, we arranged a club night. I mean, a whole flat of about 10, 10 freshers come down and they'd done spice. Of course they had. A synthetic drug that is most popular in, in prisons. And basically, it just it makes it's a strange one to do as a fresher. It's a very random one. I didn't, you know, we prepared for like ease, you know, MDMA, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Pretty classic clubbing drugs, but not for spice. That's old fashioned, isn't it? I think of spice. I think of like yeah. old people. It's, like it's a prison. It's a drug that prisoners do because it's. It's easy to smuggle in um, spice, so they would they did that, uh, and we had people doing runners and people threatening to commit commit now, suicide. Now they are in prison, ironically. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> just going to say, you don't want to be known as. Uh, we had a group of them. There were five five girls in the flat, so naturally we got them the Spice Girls, <laughs> and that caught. <laughs> That's and great. That's brilliant. That's we had sort of uni band so I can the get one that did the the one that did the runner was sporty spice it was just amazing um but you don't want to be that obviously caught on 
And I think it's very hard to come back from, you know, having a reput reputation as somebody that, that did spice on their first night of Freshers Week. And I think that even at uni, most people would maybe frown upon that. I, that's the vibe I got from most really? of their peers was that they weren't impressed with the behaviour of the, the so-called Spice Girls. Um, people usually do worse stuff than that, though, I thought, at uni, to be honest. I thought that's, that's sort of tame, what the, really. What, than the threatening to commit suicide and doing a runner on your, on your first Well, night. there is that, yeah. I mean, It's I not necessarily embarrassing. About... I get what you mean. It's not embarrassing, is it? It's just a lot it's intense it's not throwing up on your own you know sick and rolling around in it or whatever it's not mm. that. i did have one about dying in during freshers week actually on on dying. here what, like, don't die maybe no. die a bit maybe die a bit but not too much no, actually it was different than that it's a sliding um, scale i put drink irresponsibly you're going to die one day anyway if it happens to be during freshers then so be it embrace it <laughs> Before you know it, you've got the whole campus giving you a minute's silence. It's bloody <laughs> lovely. And you've got you've been your accommodations probably been named after you. You've got your t-shirts being sold with your face on it, you know, merchandise being done. If you die, so be it. Minutes applause, I think I'd want. Um, mm. It does sound that does sound like a quote you'd find on some kind of inspirational post that, that has like a sunset over the sea as the background. You're going to die anyway. If that's legacy, baby. That's legacy. <laughs> T-shirts. You're not seeing the royalties for it, but your your name is week. your so name is on the accommodation. <laughs> Put your parents there cutting the ribbon like solemn Chapman House. They've, they've lost a son, but they've got they've got like an apartment block named after you. Yeah, no, uh, don't die though. That's, that's try not to. That's bad. Uh, I don't know anybody that, that did that in Freshers Week, which is good. Uh, considering good. I was part of the team that was running it. Um, well, you were solely responsible by the sounds of it. Quite a surprise. I think I think I was the leader of that of that that group. But we spent two weeks training, doing health and safety training. training. I, mean, I love living two in a weeks. world where health two weeks and is safety, longer than freshers. I, exactly, it's double the double the. I love um, living in a world though where health and safety training consists of us playing heads down, thumbs up as a team building exercise, and then going out and drinking ourselves into oblivion <laughs> and embarrassing try, ourselves. Try before, you? Yeah, exactly. We were conducting health and safety checks on the clubs around the, the city. Is what we were doing. It's a practice run. But no, nobody died. They were doing spice. Uh, people doing runners. People threatening to kill themselves. People smashing up accommodation blocks and things. Like that. Don't get a reputation as somebody with a temper. Mm. Don't feel like you go down well. Uh, but nobody died, and that's that's the important important thing. That is there, important. And people enjoyed it as well. They enjoyed it, like I said, by being by being disciplined in a way. <laughs> I, I think they're all still alive. So good. Hopefully. But yeah, I mean, there's not. I don't think there's anything wrong. Go, like I say, go a little bit mental during freshers if you want. But just know, know your limits. Know when when you're sort of happy to stop. Don't be peer pressured into doing stuff that you don't. That want is to. the time you've got no um, work obligations during freshers mm -hmm. week. Uh, you know, you've just got your introductory lectures where they tell you that you shouldn't write the word manpower in an <laughs> essay because it's sexy. We had a whole hour of that of words. Did that you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be putting it in more. I don't know. <laughs> just over and over again. Yeah. 2,000 times in a 2,000 word essay. No, there's a full list of about 30 words that were a bit, a bit some man, mankind. I was about to say one small step for man is what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, you can't, you can't be saying that, but you have those type of letters. I don't get, I don't understand that on a slight tangent. I don't understand that because to me, when people say one small step for man, I don't take that to mean male. I take that to mean collective people, humans, human. That's, that's how I as take if, it to mean. As if Neil Armstrong was abbreviating human to man. Well, no, that, gone, it, sure. wasn't, it wasn't on about yeah. men specifically, was it, Neil Armstrong? I just view it as something that's a product of its time. It's not worth, you know, if you're spending your time, this is a tenant, if you're spending mm -hmm. your time going through history, 
getting offended at things that people in the past said when they clearly had different social attitudes i would recommend that you 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 put down your your books that you get read. a new hobby join join the ghostbusters club and join yeah the assassin society assassin, but yeah. would i trust those people with a nerf gun maybe not maybe not but yeah no that's it's not and it doesn't necessitate a whole lecture that we had on it but i mean it was just an hour of just sitting there really wasn't it so you're not really taking it it's weird minutes. how those things get thrown up at uni though like we had the pronouns thing that's the first i ever heard of pronouns was like on the first day at uni that was like a thing yeah. that was thrown out there that had never been mentioned really at high school before so i was like oh this is a bit there's lots like different things people that have been educated at uni in this era the era of the, the pronouns which is something that i don't mind and i don't understand why people get you know all offended over them and you know what you know what your pronouns and my pronouns are you know attack helicopter and thing, you know whatever you know but i would be interested to see how social attitudes do change as those people that have been educated in that kind of bubble do enter the workplace and whether we see an enter you know civil service and, and government. It's been already really the, the world's been ran on that basically people on twitter isn't it maybe you can't even put your pronouns on your in your twitter though can you have to put them in your bio whereas at least they're on instagram but i don't mind that but there are different social attitudes at uni which is something i haven't even put down here but be careful maybe really oh there were people that were making racist jokes in freshers week that were then kind of socially ostracized probably as they should be i mean but i think then, don't then make... they were doing the black lives matter infographics then by third year <laughs> weren't they i bet they were, trying to make, they were trying to make amends uh, no well you remember no, you, you do you do have to be careful i think as a general rule when you're meeting new people to maybe keep your most offensive jokes maybe to the back of the the, the, the locker because people when do, are you going to start doing that that reputation i've you know i've let i've let let rip on the podcast haven't i, I hope you, <laughs> the, the, I hope the things we edit about. out are mostly your things <laughs> people people will be surprised by that <laughs> the on. blooper the blooper reel of this mm-hmm. uh but no and it, you if you're making those type of jokes, which a lot of people were, a lot of posh people, I say. Um, mm, always them. Because they, they're not encountering people from ethnic, sexual minorities and you know, things like that. You do get socially ostracised for that and you get a reputation of somebody that is a massive racist. You don't want, you don't want that on your, on your name. Maybe be careful. <laughs> present the, 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 the side of yourself that you present as if you were an I'm a celebrity in your first couple of weeks. And, and big really? Try and be likable, is that what you're saying? Richard Maidley was an absolute delight. <laughs> He was an absolute delight and I'm a celebrity, but I don't think Judy sees that side of him. You know, the really living with Richard Madeley, I don't think is what we saw in I'm a Celebrity is, is all that I'm saying. Oh, interesting. You know, the, the first few weeks of uni before you found your people and then test test the waters maybe mm. with, a, with a Madeline McCann joke or whatever. See how far, see how far, actually see how far you can push it. See how far you can go. But is, is it my, my turn to impart? Feel free if you've got one. Yeah, probably a bit too late for this, for this year's, you know, uni lot. But don't go to uni with mates from school. Ooh, it's an interesting one. one, isn't it? And it's something that I've heard of and seen a lot of at uni myself. People that go to uni with mates from school, obviously, naturally, tend to stick with them. Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to spend the next three years of your life with people that you spent the last five years of your life with at high school? That's mm-hmm. what they do. And they stick together. And I think you're probably missing out on a lot of a lot of opportunities there to, to meet new people. And I would even I'd extend this to if you're talking about getting involved with societies at university, don't just go to the ones that your already established mates go to, because you'd end up going there as a two or a three of people that know each other. And you'd look a bit cliquey and you wouldn't mix with the rest of the people there. It kind of defeats the object, of, you know, the purpose of putting yourself out there in these mm-hmm. societies. 
anyway. And it's you know, the same logic can be applied to going to uni people from school. You're just going to stick with them. That's one of the main reasons to go to uni is to build like new social interactions, like new social groups, that kind of thing. Definitely. Like, don't be afraid of that. Um, I, I think it's definitely a good idea to, and also it's an opportunity to sort of reinvent yourself. Like I remember I always heard that narrative of like, oh, you can reinvent yourself at uni. And I always thought, oh God, you're talking a lot of rubbish. But actually, no, <laughs> when you go to a uni by yourself, like it is an opportunity because nobody knows who you are. If you go into this sort of faraway city, no friends with you, you can reinvent yourself. Like if you didn't like an aspect of how you were viewed at school or a certain part of you didn't feel comfortable showing then you can do that and you can show that you can be who you want to be. You can sort of sculpt it. It works. It works. Sometimes it works badly for some people. Sometimes it works well for other people because change can be good and bad. What image you're sculpting of yourself, isn't it? You don't want to come back from uni being some kind of pretentious yoga loving knob. Yeah. Why did you? Um, It just, it 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 really relaxes me. It really, really being a knob that is not the yoga. No, but say things embarrassing in school that people couldn't get over, like maybe soiling yourself in the school toilets in year seven. You can kind of um, depart from that at uni and (laughs) makes it sound like I did it, doesn't it? That does make it sound. It makes it sound like one of us did. It makes it sound like I set myself up. But if you did that at school, you can move past that and forge a, a new kind of image for yourself if, if that's what you want to do if you go with your friends you're going to be hamstrung by it's a bit like when when the person you're seeing meets your parents and they discuss the kind of embarrassing aspects of everything you've done through time and your mum mm. gets the, the photo album out and you know look oh that's him naked in the bath when he was one look, oh lovely his little todger there oh it's still I, the same size I, <laughs> it's on his forehead now it's moving <laughs> But I imagine that going to uni is exactly... We're just having that. dinner. Can we put that penis yeah. away? <laughs> put it away. I'm trying to enjoy my bangers and mash here. What oh, are you doing? What that's... are you doing? Bangers and mash. Love a bit of sausage. Not, not that. Not that. The chip... <laughs> I'd love to get my mouth around that. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. But no, but I imagine that it's like that at uni in the sense that you're... Moving on. In the sense that you're there with your mates or whatever and you're trying to carve <laughs> this new image for yourself and your mate's just there being like, yeah, you might be into this new music now. You might like this EDM or whatever, whatever people listen to these days. But you remember that time you sold yourself in year seven? Vibe killer. When that comes up in the first week. No, you didn't. You didn't. I didn't. But that's the thing. You you bring, you have that. It's, it almost becomes like social baggage if you bring other people exactly with you. That, even if you're friends with them, yeah. even if you're good mates with them, it can yeah. become social baggage because it's sort of like people from back then do you know what I mean people that you were yeah. you were that friends with cool. you can still be friends to them it's not like you've got to end all social contact with people you went to school with it's just better to have like why not create an extra group for yourself yeah. if you don't bring friends with you it forces you into creating new friends which yeah. is a good opportunity you should see that as a, a way of broadening your horizons you currently know people that are specifically from your location of the country yeah. uni yeah. you're going to meet people from all over the country perhaps yeah. abroad as well it's a great opportunity yeah exactly and I think that there's this kind of implicit expectation if you go to uni with mates from home that that you will spend time together at uni and then it becomes kind of like you look at it through this kind of prism of well i'm not spending time with them are they going to get offended by this i found Mm. that i didn't go to uni with anybody but from what i've heard people have said like you know so and so got a bit arsy because i started going off with my mates that i'd made through hockey club or whatever and i didn't include them and that kind of thing is this kind of we're approaching this with this kind of implicit expectation that just because you know somebody from school or from home that you're going to want to spend every minute with them at uni and not broaden your social circle you end up being like we come as a pair almost like we know each other we come as a pair we've got to be friends become known as if we yeah. did that, we would be, oh, are Ed and Toby coming out tonight? Mm. It wouldn't be, is Ed coming out tonight? Is Toby, it would be, are they coming out tonight? And you just don't want that, do you, really? You just don't want that. Because you well, no, it makes, it makes things awkward, people. doesn't it? 
Yeah. You That's a good point, people. actually. I'd not thought about that one. It's definitely a good point. I mean, obviously, it's not going to help this year's people, but bear no. in mind. I mean, even I, I, the uni I went to, there was a few people that came from the school that I was at. I didn't even see, I don't even think I saw one or two of them. So there is a way of like, you know, still keeping your distance. I probably would have seen them at some point if I'd stayed, but it, it is definitely a good idea if you can try and go somewhere where not, where you, where your close mates aren't going. Yeah. I'd say because it forces you into making new friends. Exactly, I think yeah. it's probably one of the most one of the most <clears throat> relevant and, and best piece of, of advice that I could that I could kind of give. Yeah, I'd say so. Actually, it's quite, it's a pretty important one. Yeah, definitely. It's important one. Is it me? Next my, I'll, I'll do my next point. Always put on the face paint. Okay, <laughs> if there's freshers party, if there's some sort of freshers party and it involves face paint or dressing up, always do it. Just get involved. Have some fun, for God's sake. It can seem like a pain, but yeah. realistically, you have literally nothing else that's important going on in your life for the next two or three years, okay? Right. Most of you are taking completely pointless courses, wasting right. loads of money. Just enjoy it, for God's sake. Put yeah. the face paint on. Jesus As Christ. A, a self-proclaimed lover of uh, the face paint and the, the fancy dress. Yeah. I never missed an opportunity to do that. And also, there will be events arranged in the Freshers' Week that... Our fancy dress events that I think mm-hmm. we we had an event I think it was on the Thursday of our freshest weekend it was eighties night a bit mm-hmm. of they love all that you would go just as a you know flares flares are kind of seventies but people people went dressed in flares because flares then were fashionable again they come back around again when I was a fresher flares were back in so everybody had a pair of flares Shut and you, you go with the the leg warmers on and the neon stuff it's also a good way of weeding out people you, the people that don't make the effort boring the people that make the effort and judge people our souls we had mm. somebody somebody turn up to our little pre's for the 80s night to tell another person that was there that she looked like she was dressed as a single mum that's a bit you know, <laughs> sneering god uh, so she Jesus. was out get out <laughs> you're out you're it's out. not just like the fact that you'd say that to somebody it's also that it's clearly meant in a disparaging way to single yeah, moms as, as if well. it was like sneering like it's, down her nose it's like, double whammy is that i know i appreciate you've made the effort but you look like a single mum so you're ins- oh. you're not you're insulting the person you're saying it to, and you're insulting yeah. single mums. Yeah, escorted her like... out. I'm not having. Jesus. I'm not having her. But it's a good. I'd, I'd, I'd rather have her there though than people that didn't dress up. Because mm. you do. I think you look silly if you go to a fancy dress event and you're not dressed up. You look. You ironically, you're the one that looks stupid. Yeah, because it doesn't look like you're up for a, for a laugh, does it? That's that's no. the whole point. It's supposed to be a bit of fun. Don't take yourself too seriously. People like that. Yeah. And like I say, at the end of the day, you've got nothing important to think about for two or three years. Most of you are not <laughs> going to get a job, realistically, based off the back of your course. Yeah, the degree okay. doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. You've got no hope of a job, no guarantee of a job afterwards. Just enjoy yourself. Enjoy that time. I think also, especially particularly in Freshers' Week, you don't know each other, so it doesn't really matter if you make a cock of yourself because mm-hmm. there's nothing to go what are the consequences of you cocking up or going a bit too much you know all in on a on a fancy dress you know theme or something like that you don't know each other we had people we had a a, a white shirt themed night which sounds yeah, like that's, sounds, that's sounds right up your street boring and it sounds right up your street it was mm. the first night and, and basically the, the premise is is you go around with a marker pen and you write your like instagram handle on people oh i thought a it was gonna be like, nicer than that i liked the idea until you said instagram handle yeah, or like your Snapchat, or like a nice, like a compliment. A compliment, great, yeah. Great, yeah, I was full of them. Well, you are full of it, yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but, but that was nice. Um, you know, people making the effort with that, and people that were, you know, a bit too keen, maybe, that were looking mm. at it as, you know, maybe an opportunity to get over a 1,000 followers. You know, they're on 950. Oh, and they wow. want, you know, oh God. You're those people. Can't stand that. Uh, 
Then you had people drawing. But do uh, follow me on Instagram, obviously. Nearing <laughs> 1,250. Lincoln bio. official. Yeah. Lincoln bio. Uh, you did have people that ruined it by drawing like Nazi armbands on people. Oh, there's always one. Got a video of that. There were at my uni. There were a few. Prince Harry loves it. There were a few. <laughs> Steady. It's, uh, it's not blasphemy, is it? What is it? When treason. Well, no, he dressed up as a Nazi officer. It's I've fine. Seen, seen the pictures. Seen the in Vegas. It, it was as well. Well, what happens in Vegas? Anyway, Strip poker. You have people, but the people that went in all in on that were the people that got very well known across the, the campus for being mm-hmm. putting themselves out there. You want Dress to be up one as of those a Nazi people. officer. You don't yeah. want to be one of the nerds in the corner of the room uh, saying. What Snapchat? I don't have Snapchat. You know, you know those people. Yeah, contact me on Discord, <laughs> please. Okay. What Snapchat? I haven't used my computer since I played RuneScape. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't want to be one of those people. You want to be the people that, that that people naturally gravitate towards, and if not, you want to be one of those people that's gravitating towards the people that you gravitate towards because mm-hmm. at least at least you're in their orbit then, which is nice. You're not in the Do corner you- of the room. Do the fun stuff now before reality hits home in three years' time, is what we're saying. Yep. Or three weeks' time when you have the work as well to do, if, if you're doing a... Do you do respected... work in the first year? I don't know. I didn't stay long enough. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't count towards the, the final degree, unless you're doing some kind of internship, applying for an internship in your second year or the summer or whatever, you know, mm. that counts then. If you're not, try then hard, uh, right. and sack, yeah, exactly, sack it off and uh, binge drink. Mm-hmm. Drink. Uh, stay off the Nikita vodka at Tesco's. Uh, Tesco's own Nikita vodka has seen many a student end up in hospital. Really? Not me. Not you. Always... You ended up in hospital for other reasons. Not I was vodka. always. <laughs> yeah, I was always Grey Goose, baby. Me. Yeah. Well, you want to come back to mine for some Grey Goose? <laughs> Is that a line you've heard before? No, it's not one I've used. But I've used. Um... Do you want to come back to mine for a cup of tea after a date? Before? Oh, after a death and after a uh, night then... out. Yeah, no, no, no. We had uh, as well. You know, uh, keep your eyes out for um, welfare teams. Do you have welfare teams? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they're amazing and the work they do, they are students as well. The work they do is amazing. We had uh, tea and toast nights after nights out because clubs would close at, at two. And every single night they'd have these tea and toast nights where you go to a kitchen in, in college and there'd be sober welfare officers there with toast and marmalade and jam and spreads. That's quite a nice idea. Tea or coffee. And you can, you all kind of congregate there as you're kind of sobering up, but you're a bit drunk and you just bond over which club you went to, what night you had. And you have a bit of banter with the sober people as well. Like that's, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was lovely. I remember having banter about poetry once as well. That's that's like great fun. Very characteristic of of the uni Mm. maybe, but you know, it's just nice, isn't it? It's like an afters, but for people that aren't popular enough to get invited to (laughs) afters. That's why I was there. That's why I was there. Exactly, but you're it's right. Not, I was I was living in college in my first year. So well, they're backtrack. Um, people that were living in houses. But you are right. There are nice little things like that that happen at most okay. unis. I'm not saying all unis. Maybe I don't know. Maybe some have got better like things going on than than others. But certainly there are little things like that where it's like, oh, that's quite a nice little thing nice that they little. do. I remember in one of our. It's slightly different to that. I remember one of our like uh, welcome packets. We got given a little card and I found it when I was packing up to move places and it was a little card and it was like um, a condom service that was ran. And so it was like to your door. So you could call oh, up right. the number. Oh, right. You call up your num- up the number and they bring it to your door. And it's oh, like, right. oh, that's a nice little service, like a safe sex sort of line thing. Yeah, no, so they, they were running that. I don't know if it was through the university or whether it was like a separate thing, but I'm pretty sure it was free. I feel like it was you, free. We used to have it as a similar thing. We call them shag formals. And uh, what you'd do is you'd have formal dinner, so you'd dress up in a gown and a suit and a tie. Back on orders again. You'd have your three. (laughs) 
Two I'm all out of orgy stories for now. Oh, so if I moved to London, wait until then, because I bet they're gagging for it. Yeah, there's a, a steady be. supply of uh, orgy willing individuals. But no, you'd have these shag formers, and shag student stands for um, sexual health and guidance. Oh, it and stands for something. Yeah, no, it's clever. It's because it's kind of like a play on you know, words. It gets your act- attention as well. It's doesn't an acronym. Oh, shag get, formal. Yeah, mm. their attention. Yep. And you walk in. And the master of the college would give a speech beforehand about how important sexual health was, but the tables would be scattered with, instead of like, you know, at weddings you get confetti, mm-hmm. they'd be scattered with condoms. <laughs> right? Like, Three, Durex condoms all down. Like, no, but you're eating and you're having a starter, you're mating, you dessert. Oh, you're eating? You're having, yeah, it's a, a formal dinner. When I, oh, I say, when I say formal, I mean, so you're there tucking into your soup as you start and you're having to move slightly the, slightly the Durex. <laughs> You're having to move the Jurex packets out the way and things. <laughs> At least the Jurex, though. Was... Yeah, no expense spared. No expense spared. I'm happy about that. No, I mean, we're paying for it, I suppose. But yeah, no, it's good. Those little things, those little quirky kind of events that are arranged are good. And you don't get them anywhere, anywhere else. else uh, but no, There are no. little fun things like that, though, aren't they? They're a little nice. bit different. It's quite nice. Yeah. yeah. We had a, like a, a, a Christian society uni wide. Um, and I don't know whether they, they had like a hotline, uh, not to God. But, nope. to, but to a student on the phone to the big man and <laughs> just put you on hold going up in the spirits in the sky is that saint peter yeah no, no. um but what you do is they would you would call them and if you ask them a question about christianity and they bring you a toasty to your room after you'd ask just for participating really they had some quirky name for it toasty but that like something you were that a lot it was just mason and made it yeah because i didn't want to cook Free i was food. like yeah that about uh, leviticus page 13 <laughs> paragraph 8 yeah thou shall yeah love, love thy what about, neighbor neighbor that's it how right? did jesus Having... come back alive again what was that all about then <laughs> How big love, was the cross, though? Yeah. <laughs> love thy neighbour. That's it. Yeah. Ham and cheese, yeah. please. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's nice little quirky little kind of inventions and initiatives like that. It's a shame that they were, you know, inherently homophobic. This, this society where they'd have like preaching kind of weeks and things like that. Were they? Yeah, no, they they were quite aggressive on it as well. They stand outside like doors of accommodation just to hand their pamphlets to you, and it'd be like a week of like lectures, and you'd look and go. Friday, 3 p.m., why homosexuality is a sin. I just, maybe bin that. I'll be going maybe, to that one. Maybe bin the show. Undercover. But yeah, imagine. imagine. Right. Should have done that. Should have done that. But, you know, bin that. But the tea and toasty thing, and then you know, that was amazing. That was Made amazing. up for it, didn't it? It really does make up for it. I don't care. I've got no principles when it comes to food, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love ham and cheese as well. So. But no, make the most of those initiatives. Yeah, I, no, there's lots of little things like that, and also be you know be open to them, be looking out for them because an opportunity to get free stuff. I know we got free Dominoes. Yeah. I was all over that. Free Dominoes. Really? Yeah, we all got like a free Dominoes card thing. Had, but that was uh, big in the area. Everyone was getting Domino's cookies after uh, after a night out. Too, too sickly for me. I like ordering the them in. There, but yeah, too sickly. I got um <laughs> got a stack full of uh, five like pots of Greg's porridge because for some reason there was a Greg stall at the Freshers Fair. <laughs> And then I realised that I don't really like porridge that much, or I didn't at the time. <laughs> so I gave it to the girl that lived opposite me, or one of the girls that lived opposite me in first year. And it turned out she was she was gluten intolerant, and I gave her this porridge. And I gluten, <laughs> and she had stomach ache for a week. Because <laughs> Did she not check the packet? No, which is weird from her. Because That's on her. She was the same girl that would take a uh, a capsule of ibuprofen every morning to offset getting a cold, like preventative well, that's ibuprofen. The liver, the liver like is in a state. Liver issues, yeah. The liver's in a state because that's where it's processed. But for somebody that was so vigilant about her ibuprofen, she didn't didn't choose. She neglected to check the, the porridge package. Jesus. 
I know. She needs Jesus. Don't we all? Don't we all? Toast it. She sort of deserved it, I think, if you didn't read the packet. It's her fault. As an advocate of personal responsibility, I'm with you on that one. Exactly. Um, Is there anything else we need to touch on? Things like uh, freshers' flu, does that need to be mentioned? Uh, How often Uh, people should go to lectures, does that need to be mentioned? Should people bother? There's a little quick fire on that. Freshers' flu, you will get it, and you'll get it every year. Even people getting it, yeah. Even when you're not a fresher, you'll get it. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. a fact of life. It'll pass. A bit like it's COVID. COVID. A bit like COVID, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but just don't bang on about it like people with COVID. No. Um, don't live with your best mates is another one I've got as mm. well. That's, uh, um, I, 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 disclaimer, I live with some of my best mates and they remain to be my best mates. But in some of the cases, you know, just a disclaimer, but in some of the cases... feelings. In some of the cases, maybe, you know, you take them for granted because you see them every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that i think maybe you know in the covid year because i was at year during the covid year uh, uni during the covid year um i probably didn't see enough of my housemates because we were all locked down but at home you know some of us were at mm-hmm. home so that kind of worked but in the the normal years now we're back to normal years i do think there's a there's a propensity to take for granted the people that you bump into in the kitchen the other day and that, but that means you're not doing stuff with them mm. you're not going out for a coffee with them or you're not going to the feels less special doesn't it watch the football with them and things like that Alternatively, don't live with people you despise. But they yeah. are. I don't know whether at your uni there was this, like these Facebook groups set up for people that just wanted to live with a bunch of randoms, you know. But mm-hmm. there are those that exist as well, especially if you're if you're particularly anxious as well about not securing a house with a group. Those types of Facebook groups always exist where there's other people looking for other people to live with. Yeah, and it's just a just a kind of a, a pot shot, you know, looky dip at that point. It's three years where you can basically you've got a lot of free time. You can dress how you want. You can mix with who you want. You can do what you want. So mm-hmm. do it and make the most of it. Exactly, make the most of it. It's a great opportunity. It's a good little sort of middle ground between being a child and being an adult. I think still think there's ways that we could pro- probably prepare you better for adulthood still, but even still, it's, it's a nice way of easing you in to that sort of lifestyle a little bit, giving you a bit of freedom as well, taste of freedom. Yeah, but you need our bubbles though. And yeah, definitely. You can't, you can't really change that. The, you know, the gossip that flies around and the, the attitudes that are maybe the social attitudes that are there. I think you probably go into the real world and you're working with people that are maybe 20, 30, 40 years older than you, and they've got different social attitudes to you that you maybe haven't been exposed to in your three or four years at, at uni. You might find it a bit shocking at first. I think, yeah, I, I'm, that's a good point, actually. I bet a lot of people will find that quite shocking because it is like, it's a massive, massive bubble at uni. It's just like, it's almost as if, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but it's almost as if the rest of the world doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, that's how it felt for me in the, in the three weeks I was there. Yeah. It's weird. In my first month, or the first couple of months at uni, do you remember the, the Leicester City chairman died in a, a tragic mm-hmm. helicopter crash? And basically his helicopter took off from the, the football pitch at Leicester after their match had finished. And it basically went up and then went down again and exploded. Yeah. And, died. and it was tragic. It was a massive event in football, obviously, and well into my football. And I didn't hear about that until about two or three weeks after that actually happened when they were commemorating it. And I was mm-hmm. like, when did this happen? And it just goes to show, it's an example of something that if I was at home and that was breaking news, I'd be all over it. I'd be on Twitter. I'd be like, oh my God, that's shocking. But at uni, it completely passed me by because I was like caught up in what I was doing, my own social stuff, staying on top of the lectures, spending my spare time with these people that I was just meeting that I didn't see that. And it's like, it, you're right. It's, it's like it doesn't exist. And that's what I think that's what we mean when we say it's like a bubble. Yeah, it becomes a lifestyle, the whole thing, doesn't it? It becomes an all-encompassing lifestyle, really, that yep. feeds into, into itself. And on that note, we'll end things there. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe. And we'll see you next week for another podcast. Cheers. Have a, have a good freshers week, if anything. Do. But don't die. Go mental, not too mental, but don't die. Don't die.